We all know silver in jewelry, but what do we know about silver in medicine? Well, back in the days, they knew a lot about silver because it was used as a major antimicrobial. Before antibiotics were even around, silver was used. Yes, that's right. And the Chinese emperor, he used silver chopsticks. The Romans used silverware to eat with. Well, why? Why was silver so important back in the days? And what? why isn't it used now? Or should it be used now? Or is it even used now? Well, in today's episode, what I'm going to talk about is what is silver and the history of silver in medicine. But not only that, I'm going to touch upon what is colloidal silver and how we are able to use it in today's world for today's modern medicine. Let's get into it. It's Mondays with Mahela. That's right, me. Thank you so much for tuning in. I absolutely love, love, love and appreciate your support. If this is your first time here, I'm Mahela and I'm a qualified naturopath and I'm passionate about all things health, business and overall success. And in this channel, what I'm here to do is I'm here to provide you simple, savvy and sustainable health hacks to optimize your health. And today I'm going to talk about silver. And to start off with, I'm going to talk about the history of silver in medicine. But before we get into it, what what is silver? What's silver? We all know silver as jewelry, um, but what is silver in itself? Well, silver is a naturally occurring element similar to other metals. And then the ionized form of silver, as we know in a periodic table, is Ag plus one. And it's been known to have antimicrobial properties and this is where the history of silver in medicine use comes from. So people have used silver in numerous amount of different ways over 5,000 years. It's not a new thing. Silver is not a new thing. So it has been known to have antimicrobial properties and has been employed in burn wound for over 200 years. So if you burn yourself, so in healing in that sense, it's been used for over 200 years. More recently, the health promoting properties of silver have been used um, including, um, so it's been used in including in clothing, refrigerators, washing machines, because it claims to kill germs. That's what it's been used for in the modern terms as now. So uh, apparently, according to research, silver has been treated 650 different diseases, including cancer, HIV, malaria, lumps, warts, uh, lupus, acne, sanitizers, appendixitis, um, ebola, and so forth. With a lot of hate going around now with um, anti-silver for silver users, I mean, the truth lies somewhere between the two extremes, doesn't it? Because there is a lot of people against colloidal silver, and there's a lot of people for colloidal silver. So I guess there's so much mixed information out there right now, and that's why I thought I'll do this video, is because what is the middle? What is What can we use for now? Um, yeah, and what has it been used for? To make it a clearer picture, what I'm going to talk about now is it was what silver has been or can be used for in medicine. 
well, it's been disinfection and storage. So the, probably the earliest medical use of silver was for water disinfection and storage. Alexander the Great, yes, correct. Alexander the Great stored and drank water in silver vessels when he was going on campaigns. And Americans have been traveling west during the 1880s they placed silver coins in water barrels because this practice was known to stop bacteria and algae growth. So we can see that here silver was used for disinfection and storage of water to ensure that back in those days so much bacteria going around not that there isn't now but what they did is is they put silver in the water to disinfect it in a sense another thing that they used it for was neonatal eye infections so in an, in the 1880s the german obstetrician karl found that found that diluted solution of silver nitrate reduced the incidence of this eye infection from 10.8% to 2%. So that, then the application of silver um, to eyes of newborns to prevent this was mandatory by all state laws in most US countries by the 19s. So this is a huge revolution that he found now in the 1880s of the use of silver for this eye infection. So another thing that they're using it for is burns, which is huge, which I mentioned about earlier, which is modern use. So after individuals get burned, there's a high chance of getting an infection on that burn, which then people don't die from the burn, they die from the infection that that burn caused them. So in, in 1968, uh, burn mice were susceptible to contract disinfection in the mice that this is a study that was done and in the mice that application was given of silver it decreased their mortality between 5 to 20 percent in eight days in numerous experienced um, and they used about 1280 mice in this so this is saying that the rate of death due to these burns and this infection reduced by up to 20% by applying silver. So now we can see why they would even be using that now. Another one which is very interesting was antimicrobial. So there's this um, drug which is called a flamerosarium, widely used in Europe, which was not improved in the US, which is a combination of silver. Okay, it has silver in it and also cerium nitrate. So in addition to antimicrobial effects of the cerium iodine, it's claimed to reduce inflammation changes and reduce mortality. And it's used, what the main reason what it's used for, it's used to suppress wounds, bacteria growth in burns. Okay, like I said, there's more likely chance of getting bacterial viral, uh, virus infection um, when you have a burn on it, because it can go through your skin, because the skin is one of our barriers. It's one of our immune barriers in a sense. So a study looked at this um, this drug that had silver in it for burn treatment. So effective local treatment is very important in preventing wound infection and its, gen its generalization and ensuring successful skin regrowth. The aim of this study was to compare the activity of four topical agents. Um, one so one was del deflomol, one was uh, polyvindo iron, one was the flamazine, which had silver in it. 
Um, and then the other one, which also had silver in it. Um, so the treatment for patients with burns, the final estimation of our results showed of their results showed undoubtedly priority for the two topical creams that had silver in it over the two that didn't. So as the treatment of the patients with the two drugs gave very good and very good results. So this is externally applying this solution on your skin after a burn. So the two drugs or the two creams that had silver in it had beneficial results compared to the two that didn't. Another interesting one is NASA. So in the 1960s, NASA founded a study that looked at silver for control of microbial contamination in water supply subsystems and concluded that silver ion concentration of 50 parts per billion was sufficient for water dis disinfection. So this is very interesting that also that in the 1960s we saw older studies like or not studies we saw older individuals like Alexander the Great and then the Americans when they were traveling to the east using silver to disinfect their water well in the 1960s so did NASA another another thing that silver has been used for is urinary catheters so silver con con um, coated urinary catheters have been commercially available for about 20 years and multiple publications suggest that silver the use of the silver is as effective as reducing urinary tract infections by 45% because when you think about it when someone has to have a catheter in them sometimes it's not silver and what can happen is the bacteria can grow on it and then it causes an infection and the individual suffers or essentially dies so most people don't actually die from the catheter itself but from the infection that was caused because of the material that it's from so this study is saying that silver the use of silver is highly beneficial in, in these instances another one that i found really really interesting is current appliances so companies are being smart and they're um using silver in their appliances because as silver has an antimicrobial effect samsung electronics produced refrigerators using silver trays and washing machines using nano silver particles that generated these silver ions claiming benefit of deodorizing and sanitizing clothes against germs as well as keeping the internal parts of the washing machine germ free and then also Hayachi um, also looked at a dishwasher with the same thing. So this is really interesting that someone such as Samsung is making washing machines that have silver in it. And another, this is where all this comes from with appliances and things like that is, is in a 2009 study, um, what happened is, the, the public the study examined the ability of common household metal pots, so what we use to cook in, constructed of silver, copper or brass to kill pathogens isolated from drinking water in Nepal. So this study suggested that the promotion use of pots made from these metals such as silver and copper, um, that, that what they'll do is they control gram negative pathogens in drinking water, which is huge for countries or regions that still don't have clean water. So they can use something as simple as silver. It's such, so beneficial. And silver is um, not that expensive compared to other highly expensive appliances or things that they are using at the moment. Another interesting study is the influenza. We're all 
get influenza. Every country does when it comes to winter season or even sometimes in summer. So controlling it or, you know, making sure that you don't get it or when you do get it, you bounce back from it as fast as possible is key. So the influenza epidemic remains a serious public health concern worldwide. It is actually associated with 100,000 deaths annually. The application of nanoparticles lie in the antimicrobial properties of silver nanoparticles, which have been received considerable attention because of the physiochemical properties it contains that I spoke about earlier, the key one being antimicrobial. So what what so the current studies on the interactions of silver nanoparticles with viruses are limited. Only six studies published papers on antiviral activities showed that silver nanoparticles can inhibit viral replication of viruses such as HIV, hepatitis B, virus respiratory infections, and things such as the herpes, herpes simplex virus type 1 and the monkeypox virus, showing that silver can bind to the HIV viral particles and inhibit the virus from inhibiting the host, which is key because viruses do need this to survive. So if you inhibit that, they can't survive. So in the summary, the finding provided evidence that silver nanoparticles have a highly beneficial inhibitory activity on the influenza A virus, which is big deal. It is a very big deal, but they're saying here that further investigations is needed to clarify this, but we have used it for so many years. Okay, do you see where I'm coming from? We've used it for so many years for so many antimicrobial activities, but we need more studies. This is what this study is saying. Okay, so the question is now, we've all seen it out there, we've seen it advertised, we've seen it at the shops about colloidal silver. What is it? Well, colloidal silver is made up of tiny nanoparticles of metallic silver. The particles are comprehensive and do not merge with other metals or elements in that sense. So the issue here is different colloidal silvers contain different amounts of silver. They are produced, they are manufactured different ways. So one colloidal silver supplement is totally different to another one and may have different effects on your body. One can help you with your influenza and one may not help you with your influenza in that example. So there's no common there's no common um, regulation in regards to that. And that's something that we have to keep in mind. So like I said, while there's no specific regulations regarding colloidal silver, manufacturing facilities are rigorously controlled by the FDA with any food or supplements related processes. According to the experts, no microorganisms ever tested has been able to live for more than six minutes when exposed directly to colloidal silver. What does that tell us? That definitely makes ding ding. It cannot live longer than six minutes when it's been exposed to silver. So there are many benefits as we've seen and, and it's been used for so many years for numerous amount of illnesses, diseases, dysregulations in our body. However, I can't comment on colloidal silver in itself because there's no regulation. I can't recommend colloidal silver because I don't know which product you're talking about. Every product is different, but we can see the benefits of silver in itself in medicine and how it has been used. 
So that is your decision to make. I'm here to provide you with the information on the benefits of silver, which I have, and there is numerous amount of benefits with silver. And I believe there's a huge, huge, huge untouched, huge untouched umbrella in the medical field in regards to silver that needs to be drilled into and needs to be researched more. So the medical use of silver is not a new idea. Silver ions have been employed as an antimicrobial for several hundreds, thousands of years. True allergy is rare to silver and resistance has never become an issue or and has never become an issue in that sense. Um, so adverse effects such as Agresia are almost always related to inappropriate use of silver. The use of silver is just being discovered in my opinion. Like I said, it is a huge field and there's so much information that we need to look at and we need to look at how we can use silver. I know that I'm using silver for water disinfection at the moment in my Berkeley filter there is a piece of silver in there to ensure there's no growth of algae to ensure there's no growth of bacteria in there because like we said six minutes can't last more than six minutes on silver so in my view after my research I can conclude that the use of silver is beneficial for burns topical antibacterial appliances, water purification, surgical appliances, and food appliances to use silver to reduce that bacterial overgrowth and algae or viruses on there. The below are still in question and need to be researched further, which in my view are the antibiotic resistance bacteria use of silver and viruses, using it internally for viruses and using it internally for bacteria. I believe it needs a little bit more research in my view, but we have used it for so many years and we have and we have anecdotal evidence that it does you that it does benefit but we do not have so much research that it shares benefits of it it is such a hot topic it needs to be researched in my opinion so if you're thinking of taking silver for medical reasons i would suggest to talk to your health professional before doing so in addition i would also suggest that you know where the product's coming from what is the product how much silver is in there where are they getting their silver from and just ask them about their research. What what research have they done? Ask individuals who have taken it, what has been done with them. But bottom line is know why you're taking it and talk to a health professional because it actually may be beneficial for you. It may benefit you. We have seen so much anecdotal evidence that it has helped so many people and it can be used topically, specifically at the moment. My question is internally, but topically it can be used 100% to assist individuals such as burn victims. And I think it's absolutely beautiful that we're using a metal such as silver in the medical field. And I would love to see it being used more. That is my little wrap up on silver being used in the medicine world and how we can use it today. If you have any questions or you've used it before, let me know what have you used it for and how has it benefited you. Until next Monday, do what you do best. Love, like, share, rate, review, promote this video, share it with someone who uses silver or who would find this very beneficial or mind-blowing to understand that we can use silver in the medicine world in the 21st century. Till next Monday, love you.